0: six years professionally and you know and i've, I've over the pandemic I've, I've worked so much you've no idea well, i've kind of because my career you know with acting goes up and down the yeah. pandemic i've actually has i'm back up again i
1: think that, what i've noticed about the pandemic is that it's made amateur dramatics much more popular because an awful lot of people yeah. now i've seen a lot of people actually recording plays um from their homes and uh yeah. and, and that sort of thing so kind of just you know, everybody to get involved and do it, stuff yeah, it yeah, does yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well we've, we've been making audio plays for years well i'm talking yeah. about nightmare my lot so it's, it's nothing new to us but uh, <laughs> okay. anyway um yeah I'm, gonna do, I'm just going to do an intro uh for the listeners um i'll get myself a bit so, closer later. yeah no problem so uh it's it's usually the other Martin who does this, but uh, because he's not here, I'm doing it. So I, I anyway. don't know
0: him at all. I just he got in touch with me, so I thought.
1: Yeah. Okay. A, so, so we, we're we're um, it's it's a the, the podcast is basically it's usually we're just doing um a review of an episode each each week. Um, yeah. and we've, we're early in season three now. Um, okay. so uh, we've we've done loads of episodes, including discussion of you in that. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: so. I, mean, uh, you I promise the you, we like, nice. I can't remember. You know that I've never, I've never ever seen all of the episodes. I, 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 I had mentioned that. Yeah, I,
1: um, I haven't seen yeah. like, uh, yeah.
0: I think the whole of season two. I don't think I've yeah. seen any of it.
1: Yeah, because I was, I'm, I was
0: off on tour, and I play yeah. all the things I've seen on YouTube from season one. Pretty bad quality.
1: But they're probably from the challenge broadcast. So they've got the people talking over the credits and that horrible blob is in the corner of the screen as that's well. That's
0: right. That's yeah, right. So
1: that's, that's terrible. Right. Okay, anyway, I'll do the intro then. I was going to start by saying, welcome, listeners of Illusion, but I've just realized that doesn't make any sense. because yeah. uh, illusions are <laughs> visual, so I'll scrap <laughs> that. So in, in, in modesty, I will therefore start by saying hi there, adoring fans, and welcome to temporal discussion. I'm your fantastically charismatic host, Martin O'Doney, And this is not an episode-by-episode episode nightmare retrospective on this occasion. And I've got some real treat for you this week, listeners. I'm not joined this week by Martin Harder. Instead, it is my great honor and privilege to be joined on the podcast by one of Northeast Scotland's favourite sons. I may be very slightly exaggerating there, but I, I get a little bit a little bit fanboyish when I'm doing these interviews. Please put your hands together and welcome the man who played the original Dungeon Guard and the original Dungeon Jester on Nightmare, Alec Westwood. Uh, When I say put your hands together, he won't hear you clapping, everyone, but do it anyway. So, Alec, welcome to the, in spite of very accurate rumours to the contrary, show. And thank you so much for agreeing to be our latest special guest.
0: I'm delighted to be invited. Thank you very much. You can Um. hear my proper Scottish accent, mind you. You did hear that, in the other character that you, played. You, we we heard
1: a bit Jibbit. of it from gibbet from, from Jibbert, Jibbert, Yeah, maybe,
0: well, I was a bit more Glaswegian mm-hmm. with Jibbet, I kind of.
1: Mean yeah, that. it wasn't exactly Aberdeen that was coming across there, was it? <laughs> so well, I that, kind that, of. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm from Aberdeen, but yeah. I, you know, I yeah. lived in London for half my life, and mm-hmm. Glasgow and Edinburgh. So I've I've got a kind of actor's kind of mid. Yeah. Sometimes in Scotland they think I'm English, but I'm obviously not. When I lived in London and I used to come back to Glasgow, people said, "Where's your Scottish accent gone?" It's one of the reasons I left London because I was married to an English girl, London girl, and I felt that I was losing my Scots, you know. And I think as an actor, you know, you shouldn't lose what you've, what you originally come from. You know, I mean, I I love doing, I love doing characters and lots of things. For instance, Folly was like, you know, kind of English RP, I suppose, wasn't it?
1: I would say so. Yeah, it's, uh, it was a very good sort of um, English, old style English accents, but yeah. we're using modern about English. It a scene kind of, yeah. you know, that kind of. Yeah, raw, like, raw Shakespeare um, uh, Jester. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, it, it it worked. Yeah. For, it worked for what you needed to do.
0: Well, I mean that that's that was that was a remit for the job. Um, they yeah. wanted they didn't want TV people. I'd I'd never done any TV. That was the first TV that I ever did. They wanted people that had done. I mean, I would only done two years theatre, but non-stop from coming out of drama school for two years, I did non-stop theatre the whole time. I was very, very lucky. I mean, most actors don't get the chance to do that now, you know. Very little, little yeah. opportunity for that. But they wanted, in particular, theatre people because of the format, which was, it was quite theatrical. You know, when the kids came in, it had to be like a live performance. Yeah, you couldn't yeah, because you couldn't do it more than once, you know, and if we made a mistake, we just had to keep going. And I've, I kind of, you know, we, we all improvised a little bit, you know, which is quite mm-hmm. difficult for my character because he spoke in, in rhyme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I had a few things up my sleeve that I kind of like had written and thought about it. Or oh, uh, I make a mistake uh, here, I can come up with I was, something.
1: I was going to ask some questions about that later. So you you yeah. definitely encouraged me to ask about that. Um yeah. just uh before we get to the first question. It's is wonderful, is it? we are about five minutes and we haven't even asked you any questions yet. Oh okay. I can talk, <laughs> I can talk forever. I can't help it no that's, that's wonderful it's wonderful it's making my job very easy here uh, i should just say if, if just in case you are feeling any any slight nerves about me i asking you anything nasty hugo maya joined us a few weeks ago for an episode yep. of the podcast and his and his surprise he rather enjoyed it so uh, hopefully it will be the same for you <laughs>
0: it's good i'm glad to get it
1: <laughs> so um we won't be doing any analysis of a particular episode for this one. It is, it is purely um, a, a discussion of uh, of your time on the programme. It will be a cheerful, respectful, and thoroughly brutal interrogation under torture. So um, nothing. Futilism- yeah, yeah. We're well, okay with
0: that. Good. So I'll revert to gibbet if it gets <laughs> that. Okay. Ah, okay.
1: Well, <laughs> hey, I haven't seen you perform gibbet in well over thirty years. So that, <laughs> that, that, that's
0: just, well, I think be a think You only ever appeared <laughs> twice. I think. And I remember them telling me after afterwards that like it was too much. They were like, "Oh God, we think we think we might have to cut this character." Ah, uh,
1: oh, that's why they removed. Okay, right. Yeah,
0: Excellent. I think they got. I think they got quite a few complaints. Did they? About, <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the last time you saw my character, the second, you know, I killed the cat. I killed the kid. Yeah. yeah. It's, I, uh... I kind of moved towards him with my knife, and then. It, it yeah. kind of faded away and you saw the skull disappearing. So, you know, they were inferring that I knifed the kid. Yeah. I think it was M- Mary Whitehouse, I think, made a big complaint about it.
1: Yeah. I don't think it was specifically that. I think, it, I think, with Mary Whitehouse, it was just a general complaint about just the, the idea of, of killing yeah. kids on TV. Uh, but she'd never watched the series at all. So, that, <laughs> well, just, apparently a, she
0: said that. Yeah. That's right. At the end yeah. Once she,
1: yeah. she saw it, she did apologize to her credit. So, we'll, we'll give her that. Um, okay. But yeah, I, I you know. know what I know. Mean, but this is the, the, the thing. Things. The thing about this thing is that it's always the parents who are upset um, when you get yeah, not you the, kids. the kids. The kids <laughs> love it. The kids <laughs> love being frightened. It's actually the parents trying <laughs> to hide their own fear by using their kids as an excuse for well, complaining. this. Is,
0: this is a bit creepy. But my 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 last girlfriend, who I was with for four years, and my second wife, who I was with for thirteen years before that, yeah they were both massive fans of the program really okay well uh, my second wife was 9 years younger and my last girlfriend was 10 years younger so if you can imagine they were watching it when uh, they were like uh, 24 yeah 23 24
1: i can't criticize. No, sorry sorry
0: 13 14 13, yeah,
1: 14. I can't criticize. I still watch it in my in my mid forties, so I. <laughs> <laughs> it's not one yeah, the kids really. A,
0: this is a creepy bit. They they fancied <laughs> me because of the character. They loved ah, right. You know, I got fan mail over my legs, which I I I hated my legs. I always had little legs, really little thin things. But then I I started gymming and stuff like that, and I built them up a little bit. Yeah, but yeah. I got all this fan mail about my legs. Wow. From female, from female <laughs> young female viewers. I found it a little bit, little bit <laughs> a little bit creepy. A
1: little bit. We get we get a lot of um, information about trousers on this podcast. I won't go into details here, um, but uh, one of the dungeoneers in season two had a rather scary experience with Lilith. You remember Lilith?
0: Oh, I
1: remember. Uh, that. Yeah, and she yeah she's lovely, um, so. she, she, yeah, she, she's lovely really. I'm oh, you she died recently. I Mary Rest mm-hmm. in peace, yeah,
0: Mary Miller. Mary yeah, Miller.
1: Wasn't she's that? one. She, me and Mr. Lovely, H, lovely she's person. one of our favourite act- actresses yeah. and act- actors in the entire series. We think yeah. she was brilliant as yeah. as, as both Lillith and Mildred. She was older than <laughs> me,
0: so I, I was like, I looked up to the old, you know, I looked up to Hugo, I looked up to Mary, but uh, Mary was very nice to me. Hugo, you know, I I've very rarely met Hugo. We were completely separate all the time, you know. He did his spits completely separate separately from the rest of us.
1: Yeah, mentioned that. But as the video I was going to say, um one of the dungeoneers who's who's um who's been a guest on it, he actually had a bit of an unfortunate experience of his trousers when Mary Miller came up behind him and screamed at the top of her lungs noticing. <laughs> and uh the inside of his trousers changed colour is all oh, I'm allowed to reveal. No.
0: That's, that's <laughs> quite bad. Yes, uh, look Luckily out for this one of our season two podcasts. This is not going out at four forty five on a Friday afternoon. Or it wasn't a Friday, was it? I got told recently, I always thought it was a Friday.
1: I did as well. It was. It's actually the first two seasons. It was actually Monday. I, I'd actually completely forgotten that. I would thought well, it was Fridays. but
0: That was so stuck in my head that it yeah. was Friday. Yeah, I think I... it was both my girlfriends that told me that. They said, yeah, to... well, we couldn't wait to run home from school to watch it at 4.45 on a Friday. And I went, okay. And I think maybe that's what stuck in my head. I like, didn't remember it being a Monday.
1: It could be, but as I say, I, I actually remembered it. it, it in, in later seasons, it did it did move to Friday. Move to Friday. Um, yeah. But um, I actually remembered every season as as being on a Friday. Like, it came as a shock to me when I'm um, uh, on Nightmare.com a few a years Monday. ago when I when I actually saw. Actually, no, no, the the first season was shown on Mondays. I, I, I didn't remember and that. I, I was I, I, I could have sworn imagine. it was Fridays. Yeah,
0: and I think it'd be okay. It's understandable if the first season was like that because it was so successful you know when it went into the second season you would have imagined oh they'll move it to the to the friday yeah because that's a more you know a, pri- a prime time viewing for, for for children that is but maybe four forty-five is prime time for every day of the week for a kid maybe
1: I think I so. Know. Yeah, it was just it was just the moment when you got home from school, and you just prop yourself in the in, on the city in front of the telly to <laughs> my, unwind after work. school. That's what I did. Yeah. I would just
0: get in and put my homework
1: down. It's, it's, uh, no, most kids, it's um, we use this to push homework backwards a little bit rather than do it <laughs> do it <laughs> straight away when we get home. So, uh, Anyway, I'm not going to ask you the boring, predictable question that everybody gets asked in these kinds of nostalgic interviews. So, so Alec, how okay. did you get to picked for the parts? That would be so okay. trite. So instead, yeah. I'm to, I'm going to ask you the following completely different question, Mr. Westwood. Please, could you convey to me a summary of the method? by which the decision was arrived at to recruit you to become a member of the cast of a certain computerised dungeon adventure game show on children's ITV in the late 80s <clears throat> totally
0: I'm, a complete, I'm a complete i'm a complete and utter nutjob and at the casting they stupidly said just go for it alec and i and i and i went for it i ran around the room i jumped on top of the table that they were that they were casting on and jumped off the table and just, just behaved like a complete and utter lunatic and laughed all the way through it.
1: The laugh is critical, isn't yeah.
0: it? <laughs> and by the time I got home, I'd got the job. Because I got mm. in the door, and my flatmate said, "Phone your agent now! Phone your agent now!" They, 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 I, 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 and I went, "What? What? What?" And I phoned my agent and Susan. Went, Alec, they loved you. they they want to offer you uh, two series." I went, "What? Two
1: yeah, series
0: over the moon. I really, I really did go like kind of crazy. I mean, um, you know, like when I was a teenager, I, I was a punk, right? This I'm I'm, a, I'm I'm 59 now. I was born in 62, so I think when I got cast in Nightmare, I was 25. But I still That's was playing right, in right, bands right. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that punk quality was, was in my acting, yeah? Mm-hmm. And I'm a very, very physical actor. And, and I jumped around all over the place and whatever. And I think that was what they wanted as well. They wanted a very physical performance. I'm, I'm sort,
1: of, thinking, I'm sort of, of, I'm sort of thinking of, I'm sort of thinking of Ed Tudor Pole there because he was sort of a... Temple Tudor, like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. He, I think, yeah, yeah, that's right. He was mm. actually. He
1: was, he was sort of punk, and um, he was uh, yeah. uh at same, evil-ish. and a, a very leaping around the place, sort of energy. Swords of well. a thousand
0: men, or something
1: like. Exactly. that. Exactly, that's exactly the video I have in mind. Swords of thousand a thousand men.
0: I've still got that kind of anarchic quality to me. You know, but once a punk, always a punk. It's not. Uh, it wasn't about music. It's an actual ethic. It's. 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 it's it was an. Art. It's an art. You know, it's a. It's a, An art movement. Sorry, and I think that was in. And I think they wanted me for that reason as well. I think they they, they liked that quality that I had, and they liked the kind of anarchism that I, that I displayed. Because I mean, when I got directed to do the episodes, we really didn't. They didn't. They. She didn't give me very much, Sally. Sally, somebody that directed it, female director, Uh, she let me do what I wanted, she kind of got me in the room and said, right, okay, let's go over this bit, you know, what do you think, and I would just do something, I love that, so I I kind of really made it up myself.
1: It's almost interactive fiction for you as much as it is for the player, isn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah, Mm. yeah, I mean, no, no, I did work on what I was going to do with movements and stuff like that, and I did have the director to kind of okay yes but within that framework I was pretty much free to do what I wanted (laughs) which I think we all were to a certain degree because the bits with the children were filmed live they were all one takes sometimes there were little mistakes and we we would have to go back and do a second take but but very rare because to do a second take you're giving the kids we'd have to kind of make you know the the, the 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 other three kids are already getting what this little wee bit in the room is about. So you can of go back on it. You've got it. It's got to be done in a one. Yeah. That again is why they wanted theatre actors. They knew what they were doing. That you know, you stick them in front of the camera. If you're on stage and something goes wrong, you've just got to come up with something. You got to do it. Yeah. You can't. You can't. You can't stop and go. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, can can we do another take? You're on stage and it was a little bit like that certainly with the the two series in a manner of
1: speaking the dungeoneer is the theater audience isn't it isn't he or she so um, so you have that same effect and um, if you do go back and retake it you actually destroy the um the effect for them don't you You
0: i mean if you look at it the, the format was we do it with the children and then when the children the child was taken away, the one with the the, yeah. the, the helmet of justice. Then we would do close-ups. And that was when you could rectify something that might have been wrong, because then you've got a chance to to do it. The kid isn't there, it's just you, or whatever character it is that's in, that's in the room. So you've got a close-up without them and we can rectify anything, but we, we rarely needed to because all of us were theatre actors and if something went wrong, you just had to come up with something and keep going.
1: The theater, the theater acting element gives you an ability to improvise that others
0: yeah. probably yeah. don't. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was already there. I mean, mm. drama school. I think all of us. I think I don't think it was anybody actually that that wasn't that hadn't gone to drama school. And drama school training at that time was all theater. There was no no film, TV um, uh, uh, training whatsoever. It was all specifically geared to theater. So yeah, improvise, improvisational stuff is incredibly important.
1: Definitely. Um, your first appearance in the series was actually as Gibbet rather than Folly, even, even though Folly's the more famous of the two characters she played. Was Were it? You, yeah. I think, I, <laughs> it was. I it was years Folly's, <laughs> Folly's first appearance, it actually, I guess, again, is something that rather shocked me in hindsight when I, uh, yeah. when I went back and looked. Folly's first appearance wasn't until the fourth quest, um, whereas Gibbet um, uh, killed off uh, the team from Yorkshire at the end of the third quest. So, in fact, Gibbet oh, okay. was, your, was your first appearance. Uh,
0: uh, like, okay, but but that was um was that at the beginning of the second episode?
1: It's a bit later. It's it's about uh, around the third, fourth episode. I think it oh, was I thought the, th- the first. Came in in the second episode. Mm-hmm. It might be. Uh, it's sure? the, the first. In the, in the first two quests, as to be said, were extremely short. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so <laughs> so difficult. Yeah, it was. It was very new to absolutely everybody at that point. So no, nobody really knew how to play. Yeah. Um but uh the, the first two quests are extremely short. But I think it was something around about the fourth episode um that uh that's Folly first appeared. Jibbit, well, um, I think, I think was in the third episode. The third yeah. episode uh, for the third team. Um, okay. I got I I I to ask you: Were you nervous for that very first scene? Because it sounds like you can't quite remember. <laughs>
0: um, well, I mean, yes, I was. But, you know, I'm 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 very honest when it comes to things like that. Um, yes, yeah, I mean, I I was I was on TV recently, and the first time I've been on a, a mainstream TV series for a few years and. Oh my God, I was really nervous, but it was really good. I mean, I knew the guy that was, I'll tell you about the program in a minute if you want to hear about sure, it, yeah. but um, the main character, you know, it was, it's was a big TV series. Uh, they were really good with me. Again. And they're like, oh my God, that's great, Alec, that you've still got nerves after 35 years in the business, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I had that sort of thing, you know, because people do forget what it's like, but nerves gives you something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You
0: know? just... And I mean, that character I could put the nerves into him it would it didn't matter, you know. But I mean, I wasn't nervous after that. It was just the very first time I
1: yeah. had to do it. But it gets it gets the adrenaline into you, doesn't it? And that and that, yeah. that can and carry then, you. the I mean rest it was, of the way. he was such a, a, <laughs> a
0: high energy character anyway, yeah. that you know that, that would that that helped. It was like a shock of adrenaline. It, yeah. It, it absolutely. But, but definitely I was nervous yeah, yeah. And, I, and I still do get nervous yeah. even as I said I've just done this TV thing and I couldn't believe, I wasn't nervous until I, I went on the set and suddenly went oh my god, I'm nervous, I forgot my lines <laughs> and i to turn around to the director and go I am so sorry and she went don't worry like, don't worry like, we've got plenty, you know this is me thinking oh no, you know Get it right first time. Of course not. I'm back on TV, I'm back filming. Yeah. Um, we've got tons of time and tons of takes. You said we'll do as many takes as possible to get it right. So exactly. you're happy. And okay.
1: no and we'll no get... audience to embarrass yourself in front of either. So, well,
0: <laughs> on this occasion, it was well, the very final episode, the very last scene of shooting as well. Ah, and yes. it was an incredibly important scene because it finished the whole series, and they were all there, all the producers all the back that the, the the crew so there was actually about 30 people on set and I kind of went oh my god uh, so I did have an audience kind of. didn't quite <laughs> expect and I think maybe that added to my nerves a little bit yeah
1: I imagine it would um they often say playing a bad guy is more fun than playing a good guy would you say gibbet was more fun to play than folly
0: no, because no. <laughs> I, I, and I totally agree with you in that. And as I've got older, I've I've been playing much more bad guys as I've got older. Um, no, because Folly was an interesting character to play, and of course, I I made them, I made them up. You know, I yeah. mean, they gave me the lines, but all his characteristics and everything, I I made that all up. And also, I I was kind of free to do what I wanted, so. It's very rare that you get to do that sort of thing to be completely yeah. free. You know, I was—he was quite anarchic. He was jumping about all over the place and do what I wanted. Yeah. They they and because of the format of filming it, you know, they filmed the whole room, so it wasn't like I had to be in and out of shot or anything. I could jump about the whole room whenever I wanted to do what I wanted. Uh, so I volley was incredibly fun to play, and as I told you, I, I wanted to do more. I wanted to continue doing it.
1: Whereas Gibbet was a rather more static sort of guy, he basically just stood there looking slightly nastily at people. Yeah, and he's
0: got a scar <laughs> down his face as well, and his eyes down. It was kind of I like think they put a bit of tape on my eye or something like that. Um, and also I, with Gibbet, I didn't have a lot. Didn't have a lot to do. It's, yeah. <laughs> both the scenes were very short. If you go back and have a look at it, yeah, as far scenes, some of them, some of them were quite. I think, I think. I there were so,
1: there were several scenes which were over six minutes long each. Uh, yeah, possibly.
0: I had I to do something with. Uh, there was the monk.
1: In, there was the insults to the death scene with Lawrence yeah. Werber playing Cedric the the monk.
0: monk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was very and, long that scene. Yeah, I and remember in, we were we were both quite mm-hmm. nervous about doing that because. Yeah. Forgetting the bloody lines.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that was the first um, multi-dungeon character scene in Nightmare. In fact, that so that's, a, that's a quite a. That's
0: right. That's quite, right. And, and a, as I seem to remember, we did forget our lines and things. Uh, you have to speak to Lawrence about that, but I've got a memory of both of us mucking it up, which it's natural. But we were okay because I don't think the kid wasn't there, was he? The kid comes in. The kid comes well, into that.
1: The kid, the kids there, but he's basically standing off to one side um, whilst you, you, you and Lawrence. So it didn't matter. It didn't, so it
0: matter. The, 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 didn't make any difference I'm to him. I'm yeah. to say is the <laughs> the four kids are not interacting with the characters precisely until yeah. the end of the, the 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 insults. Yeah, yeah. So I think we did have to go back and reshoot that one a couple of times. Oh, did you? Oh, right. that's an interesting so, snippet. Yeah, I think so. I seem to remember that, or yeah. we. We got about halfway through and either I or Lawrence mixed up the lines and then we stopped, went back a couple of lines, not the whole scene, yeah. and then we shot.
1: Yeah, because some of those um, insults
0: were really quite elaborate, weren't they? So It's uh, not surprising yeah, um, you might forget them. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I seem to remember, uh, I, I, not me, but I do remember Lawrence uh, gobbledygooking bits I blame him. Speak to him about it more than you. Get him on. It was the first
1: one he said was um, quail. You miserable, misbegotten. Remnants sort of a recently discarded horse dropping. You see, I I stumbled in the middle of that. So <laughs> exactly, it's it's, 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 really Python.
0: it's a bit Monty Python. That, that bit, I think.
1: It's it's a it's blooming wordy. That's what it is. <laughs> a, my goodness, yeah. This, they, they were really they were a hell of a bunch of lifestyle to have to try and yeah, <laughs> must have know, to, to try and learn.
0: But again, theatre actors, you know, we're used. To, that's another. That's another reason for using theatre actors. We're used to learning big chunks we're not you know film actors are, are, are a lot less than I, I mean it's a bit of both goes on these days you know? yeah i do get surprised a lot of the time when i turn up for, for filming and quite a lot of the younger actors struggle with learning lines whereas us older actors with the theater training seem to just know that we've got to have it yeah. absolutely nailed before we turn up
1: it's a skill in itself. Um, yeah. le- learning lines or speeches or anything
0: like that. Very. I had to do a big theatre production. Um, when was it? Oh, one, two, three years ago. And it was a three-hander, but there was a huge chunk in the middle when it was just a two-hander, me and me and this other actor, and we only had nine days to get it on, rehearsed and on. Oh my god! And that was like you know I think I was fifty-six, and my friend. Director and actor in it. He was fifty-seven, and we both struggled.
1: Yeah,
0: to learn it that quickly. That's, that's but not, since then, I've realised actually my my learning faculties haven't gone as, as in, my memory hasn't gone at all.
1: So you know? I thought um le- thought the skill of learning lines um, is actually very good for keeping your brain sharp much further yes. into life than it Always would be.
0: Yeah, so, but again, yeah. but you've got to have the work to do that. You've got to keep mm. working do that if you don't have the work then you know for that particular production i don't think i've been on stage for a couple of years maybe maybe three, three years i think uh so that that little gap i think it confounded the fact that in my friend too that we couldn't remember it since then i'd actually done quite a lot and the subsequent plays i did straight after that no problem at all with the lines, straight in, bang, bang, bang.
1: Yeah, the muscles, yeah. the muscles were fully for, uh, fully enlarged at that point, weren't they? I've got my Coming own, I've
0: got my own, you know, technique for doing that. Everybody's everybody's got their own way and method or whatever of, of of learning lines.
1: Yeah, and a lot of younger ones probably haven't been taught a method, which is why they have to struggle. Or,
0: yeah, or um, they, they they've not it's not been emphasised how important it is to find their own way of doing it and and how important it is to get to know the lines inside out especially with filming I've noticed that working with a lot of younger film actors turn up and they're not hot on the lines and I am and they go oh my god you you know it inside out and I went well yeah because (laughs) that's your job (laughs) when the camera turns Mm. you throw that away you trust yourself Mm. but you can't trust yourself if you haven't learned the lines completely inside out Yeah. yeah
1: Um, when they made Red Dwarf, um, the, the original producer on Red Dwarf was a guy called Paul Jackson, and he was absolutely brutal um, with the cast about learning lines. Um, yeah. What he'd do was he'd sit them down, all cast around the, ta- around the table, take the scripts away and say, right, perform the episode for me now. And any time any actor f- stumbled on a line, he would, he would slam his fist on the desk and say right, start again, and everybody had to go back and restart the entire scene over again. Well, that sorry. is a way of teaching people to learn their lines. It's
0: a bit brutal, but yeah, 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 yeah. I do so. speed runs all the time. If, if whatever I do something, I get, I take the actors away and I, and I get them to speed run with me. I'm directing now, by the way. I don't know if I told you that. I'm, I'm a fully fledged director. Uh, I've been, I've been, I've been studying at the National Film and Television School, and I've just directed my first little wee short film, and I'm away to go and do second one. But I insist that actors are working with me come away with me and we sit down and I go, right, go over the lines again. Go over the lines. God, Alec, you like he liked going over lines. I went, yes, go over it with me again. Over, over, over. Right, okay. Can we now do that really, really quickly? And it's really good. It's a really good acting thing to do. And I got taught this years ago by mm. very, very well-known famous actors I've worked with. It's just such a good technique. And the minute you speed run, little things come to you because you're not thinking... Yeah. of the acting, it just comes out and sometimes it, it, it can free you up so that you don't say the lines exactly I find this with younger actors, they, they, they get stuck in a pattern of saying something and they can't do it any other way and that's a really really good way to break that is just to do very quick speed line runs it's,
1: It sounds a lot less brutal than the Jackson approach anyway
0: well, yeah, <laughs> well, you should, I think that's a little bit, that's a bit it's a bit harsh, the yeah. comedy in particular the lines have got to be like
1: you've got to get the timing absolutely exact as well if you
0: watch a lot of comedy you'll see that a lot of comedy is actually very fast Yeah. if you see it, a really well written comedy, Blackadder whatever, anything like that, it's actually very quick compared to drama With drama you have a lot of slower moments, you have pacing and stuff like that, Comedy's bang 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 bang, and it works best that way, go bang 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 ha 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 ha, then bang 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 again
1: <laughs> yeah, that sounds like Blackadder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was Tim Child like to work for? Yeah.
0: Um, I actually we didn't spend much time with them at all. I don't remember. I don't remember spending uh, much time with them. Yeah. Um, at the initial read through, the read throughs which were of the, the all the episodes. Yeah, we yeah. did it in one day. We did a read through of all the episodes on day one. Then after that, um, I don't remember spending much time with them at all. The time we spent was with Sally, the, d- the director. There's a bunch of bikers in Aberdeen, but they've got their own little biker gang. Yeah, mm. but they're, no, no, they're, they're, I mean, they look, they look fierce, but they're like the nicest people you could ever ever meet. They do charity stuff for children all the time. I get involved helping them and stuff like that. And when they first met me. Um, in, in, in this club that my, my mate runs, owns this kind of bar club, that the best place in Aberdeen, Drummond's it's called and um, the, the barmaids who knew me really well kind of let it out that I don't know they, one of them was talking about Nightmare and she went oh, well, you won't believe this but that guy at the end of the bar, uh, Alec he was the jester, they went nah, and one of them came up, great he be uh, hello, I just got told here you are following the jester, and I'm like, yeah. I took out my my phone, and I've got a picture of me as the jester. Mm. He went, oh my God! He got got down (laughs) down on his knees like this. (laughs) We love you, we love you, we love you, and I've been best, I've been friends Mm. with him ever since, they adore it. What was it, and they're, what, they're all kind of mid forties.
1: How would they react if they met if they met Hugo? <laughs>
0: so. Oh, they, they 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 go, oh my god, ooh, nasty or whatever. Yeah. They, they, would,
1: they would do We'd the do. lot. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> uh, what does that feel like when you when you get um, get was almost worships like that?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm an actor, so I've been in a lot. I've been in a lot of things. You know, yeah, man. but um. I mean, there were two. There was another TV series that I did when I was older called Roughnecks, which was all about the oil industry. And that was full of very famous people. In fact, about seven of them were in Game of Thrones. You know, my, kind of, I had kind of come out of the business for a little bit while all that was happening. But with Roughnecks, I got lots and lots of people stopping me in the street and asking for autographs and stuff like that. So I became quite, very, very well known for that. Uh, but but it, it, again, it was only two series. And then it, then it, then it, 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 uh,
1: Mysteriously
0: enjoy it. Disappeared. Enjoy, and,
1: enjoy, enjoy the adulation while it lasts. In,
0: in yeah, words, yeah. 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 I, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm a very down to earth working class guy in the first place. So, you know, anybody that's a fan and comes up to me like that, I will just immediately yeah, thank you, brilliant, and sign it and whatever, and think, you know, ask them questions. What did they like about it? I'm, I'm I'm interested in in their take on why they liked it so much or why they like my character or whatever. You know, interesting. I like people.
1: That's very healthy. Um, Did this is something I've always wanted to ask you. um, Was any of Folly's character, or or especially his laugh, was it in any way influenced by Timothy Claypole from Rent a Ghost?
0: No, no, absolutely not. The opposite. The opposite. All right. I absolutely hated his (laughs) jester.
1: Okay.
0: Right. As a kid, well, I mean, I was. Younger when Rent-A-Ghost, but not that much younger. I hated his jester. I really did. I have got a funny feeling he was at the audition.
1: Was he? Oh, okay. I think,
0: I think he got auditioned for it. <laughs>
1: right.
0: but, um, but I... Uh, anyway, I didn't like what his jester, and mm. I deliberately didn't want to do what he did with it. Okay. So maybe it did come across a little bit like that, but my, my last... <laughs> Was complete. I tell you what. Some of it came from Gremlins.
1: Oh, I see what of- you mean now. You mentioned yeah, that. Yeah. Now you can Yeah. Up, I, was yeah. A big,
0: I was a big fan of Gremlins, and it, if if you hear Folly when he gets a little bit more cackly,
1: yeah,
0: it's a bit like Spike.
1: Yeah, I the evil, I, I, I see the evil, that. Yeah, the
0: really evil Gremlin. Okay. But I mean. I remember that, and I remember watching that again and again and again, thinking, "Oh, I like a bit of this laugh. I'll take a bit of that. I'll take a bit of that."
1: So that's that's sort of part of how you developed the uh, yeah. the laugh. Yeah. Did did performing the laugh make your throat hurt or anything? Because uh, no. whenever no, I've, I've not, tried to do an impression of it, it's always my throat
0: No, no, no. I'm a trained trained, trained actor, trained yeah. vocal vocally to be able to go and do that. For, be on a stage for five months. Every, every night, six nights a week, eight performances a week, constantly shouting or performing, you know? And mm. as the that it, it, again, it, it wasn't to a huge audience. It's in a little studio, you know? No, 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 it never hurt my
1: throat. It was meat and I'm, drink to you, yeah.
0: And I'm a, yeah. you know I'm an established voiceover artist, so, you know, yeah. uh, half the time I use my voice for work. But you have to look after it. Um, no, never hurts at once.
1: Cool. Yeah. So, um, you you had this rhyme that you would often oh, introduce. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I just something. remembered another
0: part of where the laugh came from. Oh yeah. I'm a huge fan it was from Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. Oh yes, I know yes. what you mean. I know the what you mean. The producers and Absolutely. young and young Frankenstein. Yeah. Are two of my favourite all time comedy films. Now, if you watch him in that, both of those films. Some points when he gets absolutely hysterical, whether he's frightened <laughs> <Yes>. or whatever, <laughs> he goes right up, really, really high with it. It and does, you. and that, mm. that that gave me the idea of of, of, yes. of, of the high pitched. Sometimes I would always I would start fully off very high pitched and then come down, you know, <laughs> and then come down with it. You can hear the Gremlins there.
1: yeah, just a bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, those I, I, two, the producer... Those are two
0: big influences on me.
1: Right. The producers is so one of is Aldrich's one of my old... favorites too.
0: Yeah, all the <laughs> yeah. producers I adore the Producers. It's,
1: it's, it's such good, bad taste, if you don't want to think.
0: I've just been reading interviews on he's just released um his first autobiography biography called All About Me. I've been I've been reading all the reviews and I'm I must buy it actually. I find them I think he's hilarious. He's still living, he's ninety-five.
1: Ninety-five. No, uh-uh. Gene Wilder died. Yeah. Mel Brooks. Oh, Mel Brooks. Yeah, I, I saw I saw an interview um, he was doing on the BBC um, a few a, a few days ago. I thought you said well, uh, I, I thought said was about Wilder. I got Gene Wilder's book as well. It's quite. It's quite. I mean, he was quite an interesting character, Gene Wilder. I'm a
0: big, big fan. Big fan.
1: I, I, I often thought Gene Wilder should have been the first American Doctor Who, but uh...
0: <laughs> completely right. Yes. Yeah, absolutely, completely right on that.
1: Absolutely. When you watch his Willy Wonka performance, you think that's how a Doctor Who should be played, and uh, he would have been perfect for that. I I
0: mean, (laughs) Willy Wonka, he's Mm. slightly... Because it was was geared more towards children, he's contained Mm. a little bit in his performance. Whereas if he was a Doctor Who... He would have been allowed
1: to go mental. Oh yeah. yes, oh yes, yeah. absolutely. Huge fan of Gene Wilder. I am. I am a Gene <laughs> Wilder fan. I, I'm, I, I can't deny it. Um, I think so he was, I, so he, he was uh, as a pure comedy actor. He was one of the greats of the 20th century, beyond any yes, shadow no. of doubt. Definitely. Absolutely, Definitely. Yeah. Ne- never saw him do anything I didn't like. No. In fact, I often saw him do films that I didn't like, and then started liking them because of the way he was performing in them. So, so, <laughs> that's that's yeah, that lovely. takes that takes some some talent. That does. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so you have this um as folly. You have this rhyme. Folly is my name, and folly is my nature. Foolishness my character, and fun my alma mater. Um, did you That was my
0: first that was my first lines in the whole thing.
1: Yeah. Uh as fully, yeah. Um you remember Gibbet? You did Gibbet first? Remember? Uh, but um, <laughs> I don't remember that.
0: <laughs> I remember it the other way around. I remember it might, it as might as 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 be as they...
1: they changed the order they broadcast the quests. I don't know that that might be the reason. Uh, but uh, yeah. did, did you, did you invent the um that rhyme or was it written for you? No, 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 no that be... was written, that was written oh. for me. Although
0: they were very good with me, yeah. the director was very good with me in that if there were bits that I didn't like or were um. Well, here's the thing: as an actor, I always find if it's really well written, it's easy to remember. Hmm. And because if it's less it, it, well written, yeah. it's harder to remember.
1: Yes, yeah. which, which is kind of it kind of makes sense because if it's well written, it will stand out to you more, and so it, it flows sticks into your mind. It
0: flows yeah. better or whatever. Um, I mean, there, I do remember rewriting bits, and they and they let me do that. But that 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 was the director sessions, which were one on one, by the way, because it's very much our, you know. You're the only actor in the scene with the kids, mm-hmm. so you know. I, I, you know, we we I meet the director once. It was only ever one session though. We 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 would have a two-hour session and just sit down and go through what what I'd be. You know, the the scenes I'd be in, and you know, I could bring up. Uh, I'm a very confident person, as you can tell. I would just bring up and I say, "Look, I'm not. Sure. I don't like that. But I think that's." But I I think maybe that was my drama school training. If you're going to suggest something or change something, always come in with what you think. you. Don't just say, oh, I don't like this.
1: Yeah.
0: Come in and go, I'm not sure about this, but I've rewritten that a little bit like this. What what, what do you think? And nine times out of ten, they will like what you've done because they know that you're the one that has to perform it. And therefore you've worked on it and you're reading it and trying it out and finding mmm, this is sticky, this is a little bit sticky, you know. Yeah. And even though it was in rhyme, that was the hardest thing to do is kind of <laughs> try and rewrite it something <laughs> already been, But nine, a lot of the time the writing was already there, it was good. Yeah. Just a few bits sometimes. Yeah, it just needed a little bit of tinkering with.
1: Mm-hmm. And then they would let you do that. So it's yeah. um, well, it, again, it makes it makes sense again because um this isn't this isn't going to stick to the script because you don't know how the kid is going to react to you, uh, so you, they might as well be flexible about that anyway. Uh, because I mean, it,
0: nine it, times the, out of ten, it 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 was so well it was well written enough that, that it would work with the kids. Yeah. You know, there, there were definite starts to a conversation and then a stop where the kid thing felt, oh, we've got to come in with something here. Yeah, it was if the kids got something. Wrong, especially with Folly was a kind of guide character, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he, he kind of helped the kids. He wasn't. He wasn't evil. In, in Julian's he was, quest,
1: he was literally a guide, wasn't he? He's a... Yeah,
0: yeah, he was kind of joining in with them a little bit. Yeah, although it's quite interesting that um, I've got friends that had younger brothers or sisters that watched it, and and throughout my life you know, they've said, and re-watching it and stuff like that. So it's very interesting, though, like, like you know, I watched you and know, I was like nine, but my younger brother was five. And every time your character came on, he hid behind the sofa. And I got quite surprised at that. I went, but Foley was a nice guy. Went, well, w- was he? <laughs> so apparently to, to some of the younger ones, I, I could be quite sinister. They, they would some, some of them got a wee bit scared of me.
1: Yeah, um, we've brushed on that subject. I, I do think with a lot of cases, it's probably just um, a kind of uh, something like a phobia against clowns. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. yeah, and was, maybe
0: also mm. just maybe because he was mm. so forward, it was so mm.
1: in your face. You know? For all of that, I don't, I'm not reminded of the Joker, um, particularly when I'm watching you play police so. oh, oh, okay, <laughs> that,
0: actually, that is one, one, that is one other reference that I had. For the character, I, I had, but but I was a big fan of the '60s Batman.
1: Yeah,
0: with Adam nice. West. Cesar and, I, and I loved
1: Cesar Cesar a, yeah. So a
0: little bit, and that's another bit of the character came from him, and yeah. the laugh came from him as well.
1: Yeah, that that that, that, that definitely that does. Yeah, well, we listen yeah. There's, um, there's there's a pose that um, Romero would often adopt when um, when playing the Joker, sort of with his arms yeah. up in the air like that. Yeah. Um, and I see and he'd, look, something... he'd
0: look off to the side or something.
1: Yeah. And, and, and that if was... you see
0: me doing with it with Polly, yes. i do that a couple of times. Yes. But probably subconsciously, mm-hmm. rather more than studiously, mm-hmm. if, that, if that makes sense. Yeah,
1: yeah but it's, it's still exercising an influence on you. You, you, yeah. you can definitely yeah. see it. But
0: some some yeah. of our influences as actors are subconscious yeah or you you just watch something or you read something or happen to be doing something that kind of it all filters in here and then comes out when you do the performance absolutely that was a huge fan of i mean you know in a way you know you could say he was a bit of a medieval joker Hmm.
1: yes (laughs) that's it i just i just want to put a picture that um there's a a secret chamber somewhere downstairs in the dungeon where Folly goes and gently tortures some um, newborn babies, to the devil something. I mean, just, <laughs> well, I haven't
0: seen it that. It just episode.
1: doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't.
0: I don't think they broadcast <laughs> that
1: episode. Oh, they, they, was that was that one of the scenes they cut out? Right? Okay. I, must have been. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I've, I've, I've... Well,
0: I didn't get jailed, so there you go. I'm not in jail. <laughs>
1: I won't. I, I won't tell anybody. it'll we just you, me, and uh, hundreds of other podcast listeners? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Actually, recently it's quite funny. I, I, I was doing a, an audio play, and up, up popped somebody I hadn't seen in ages. Was Audrey Jenkinson, who played, ah, who played the Gretel,
1: played Gretel. Yes,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. And we were friends <laughs> back then, but then didn't see her for a long time. And <laughs> she came out of acting for quite a while to so look after yeah. her parents, who were. Very very ill.
1: I was going to ask you how well did you get on with Audrey in real life? So well, That was we were, actually the we were, next we were, question. We were, we
0: were really good friends. It <laughs> yeah. uh, there was nothing romantic. I mean, yeah. um, I was married. I was married to my first wife at the time. So no 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 no. no, no it was nothing like that. But, but, but we, we got on incredibly well. We, we had the same agent.
1: Oh right. Yeah. Uh, you're well, I mean, Scotland, like, so you both from Scotland? we, I we recently met. Sense, we we yeah. recently
0: met up again, and get we get on incredibly well and did this audio drama with her, which was great fun. Oh,
1: that must great, have been great. wonderfully uh, uh, nostalgic, that's the word. Yeah.
0: Well, we were, we were actually having a laugh about it because, like, she reminded me, because I forget, you know, so long ago, blah, 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 and I've done so much, and and she reminded me, she said, I wonder we you got away with some of the things you did, Alec, in a kid's programme, and I went, what? Well, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. I mean, this is going out to adults, isn't it? <laughs> um yeah I, i've still not found out what the name is for the for the for a jester's stick you know the stick folder
1: roll it's a folder roll is the correct name for that
0: is it yes. no i've never known that followed, <laughs> thank you i've never known okay well that do you not remember i used to sometimes come into the scenes and like i'd be poking her up the ass with it
1: yes <laughs> that's her, that is actually the um, the hallmark of her first appearance <laughs> she's she suddenly walks into the um the old four door chamber. Yeah, and I'm, um, I'm, I'm, and I'm chasing this, her
0: and sticking this. And there's this up,
1: folder up, all up. chasing her up the back of the dress. And what? um, we when we were commentating on that um uh-huh. a, a few months ago, I actually said I'm not sure that we should really get. They were doing that today. It's, there's a few of those things. There's a, I mean. a lot of things
0: I, I don't think. Jibbit, we wouldn't have got away with Jibbit today. Probably not, with no. I don't, I don't, with that <laughs> knife and going towards the kid, I don't think we would have got... It. But anyway, Audrey reminded me of that and I'd completely forgotten about it. I mean, we were working with about six other actors who, who had never seen the programme, didn't know what the hell it was, Yeah. And and like and and I went oh my god! And I suddenly remembered doing it. Went, oh my god!
1: So was, that, that, not sh- really was bad. that not And then was that not scripted then, or was it? Or did he just do? Did he just improvise oh, I that? that? I improvised that. I
0: improvised that. that that was me. That was the that was the Joker part of me.
1: Yeah, Definitely. Did,
0: like just chase her, Alec. You're just chasing her, and I went. Oh, I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna stick this up for a bum. Oh God!
1: <laughs> I take it. I take it. You gave her no warning in advance. You were going to do that then. Oh goodness uh, uh, me! Uh, uh, Poor girl. Uh, uh, uh,
0: uh, but I mean, we are friends, so don't worry. It was fine. It was absolutely fine. <laughs> but but I mean, four forty-five and a, a, you know, a kids' program four forty-five. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit, uchi. I think
1: you were guaranteed to get away with it though. This is the thing that people don't I understand. Don't. There's people who don't understand. Kids, as I say, love being scared. Um, the, 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 they don't. They, they get Or, the or seeing things
0: that are. Yeah outrageous
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah but parents are terrified of nightmare and they always leave the room as soon as it's on so you can get away with anything because they've run because the only people are going to complain about it or run off into the dining room or into the study and close the door <laughs> and go in like that so <laughs> just... <laughs> yeah well i mean but
0: it's, i mean it was, like, it's like it's like today with like in videos and kids games kids games are like that today i think yeah. you know it's a kind of it's a babysitting thing, isn't it? You know, it stick is. the kids in front it of that is. nightmare, then they can go away for half an hour. Yes, leave them, leave them to watch it. And do as say, like they need as I say, it.
1: they're so scared. A lot of them really want to go away for half an hour, but that's <laughs> <laughs> so it, the one thing you're guaranteed is the the parents won't be watching it. So you literally can do absolutely anything you want. Well,
0: I mean, <laughs> we, we we didn't know that at the time. We weren't thinking that at the time. No. You know, I I was just given the remit. Basically, you do what you want. Alex, like as long as you don't swear. You know you know within reason <laughs> kind of just improvise um, like, that's why that's how I got the job I I didn't have a I don't remember a script at the edition I don't remember doing scripted stuff uh, I, I remember just improvising just going mad and jumping about
1: on the, on the subject of swearing um the, the episode just um just been covered this episode four of season three there's actually yeah. a moment in there when um one of the Dungeoneers advisors drops the f-bomb <laughs> And he does it so quietly that um you can actually <laughs> miss it. It's, 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 it's it did it
0: did it did it air?
1: Yes, it actually got oh. into the. It actually got into the. I don't think I don't think the editor ever noticed because he said it so yeah. quietly. But you can actually see him, and you can just barely hear him going. Fuck. Oh <laughs> so <God.
0: it's, laughs> I so yeah, um, I was. say
1: get, go go on YouTube um, sometime. Series like three, good. episode That's four. Serious. So Series you, three, episode four. I'm I think it's to episode play. four. Yeah, I think it's episode four, and it's around four minutes twenty in. I think it is. Watch the middle advisor, um, little fellow, going. <sighs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so, if he could get point. the way I see, Alec, if he could get away with it, why couldn't you? <laughs> okay,
0: well, I know because you know. Fine, I would have been fucking edited out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Uh, yeah, you do know, of course, that um, Mr. H, who does the editing on this podcast, is going to um, edit that out. going to edit that out for you. We okay, use, we use the goblin horn sound effects to cover um, f-bombs. Oh, okay.
0: I, I don't remember. know
1: why. I just, I just wanted to leave the word "fucking," but you know. I can't
0: remember what the goblin the goblin horn. <laughs> it was
1: actually it was after your time. It was introduced in season three. Um okay. So you, you 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 probably need to be reminded of it, but yeah, yeah it's um it's.
0: Sort of thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, no, I think I have heard a bit of that. Yeah, totally.
1: yeah,
0: So It's oh, a shame. Again, I, I'm going to go back to that. I really did want to do. You know, they offered me another six series. They, they, they knew that they, the the remit. They got another six series from the from after we finished the second one because of the response was so good and it was so popular. So they offered me that, and I wanted to do it, but my agent and I, you know, bless her heart, she's dead now. I I think she was right. She, she was looking after my career she was a yeah. personal manager not just an agent taking yeah, money.
1: There, yeah is, she, there is was there is right. there is a danger of becoming typecast isn't there it's uh yeah
0: i mean i know it's because a- i was in makeup i might have been able to get away with it Yeah, but your name comes up you know go oh right you know i'm up for a serious you know drama and um it's the TV drama, and they're, they're in the room. Producers go, "Oh, what, what's this actor? Oh, well, Alec West. Oh, didn't he play the jester in that mm. kids' program? Oh, he's not quite right because they they really are quite short sighted. They see you oh, yeah. as as that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, there's a few parts for for the Roughnecks series that I did. I played a kind of unsavory uh, Glaswegian character. No, I mean, stereotypes like, like, here,
1: eh? no stereotypes here, please. No
0: stereotypes here, please. Well, yeah. yeah. I, know, but I mean, I, I don't know. I made them more sensitive than that. Yeah. I, that's why yeah. they cast me. And so he was three-dimensional. But for for about five to ten years after that, those were the only parts I got offered. And so I, it, I had friends yeah. who were casting agents and come out drinking with me for a night and go, it's difficult to get you in, Alec, because, you know, you, you were so good in Roughnecks. And, so convincing is that character that that is who they see the producers see you that way that is and that I, is I, that's ridiculous I'm an actor I can come across my, that, my way, my, that is
1: a, that is the actor's nightmare isn't it you can do too good a job for your own good
0: yeah well it, it, i mean i'm lucky i'm quite versatile i've been, i've done lots of different characters and different types of parts and parts and it's actually been interesting as as i've got into my 50s that I've been known as like a character actor now yeah. And that's great, because being known as a character actor amongst producers, I get seen for anything. I'm yeah. not I'm not just stuck. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm stuck <laughs> with the way I look and that will convey a certain thing. But my acting, my ability, they, I'm, I'm very, very versatile that way. I've been I'm, I'm consider myself very lucky Whereas when I was younger, it wasn't quite the same. I was mm. kind of a little bit stuck with with that character I did in Rough Nights.
1: Yeah,
0: and I would have possibly got stuck with the folly tag, you know.
1: Precisely, yes.
0: Yeah, so. very quickly, because I, I was talking, and I don't know if you recorded this. I think I was talking about it before you started recording. The 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 Ted offered me another part. Tim, uh, did we mention Tim? We manage? Tim. 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 <laughs> why do I call him Ted? Why do I call him Ted? Because is, there is another Ted, Charles. Yeah, there's,
1: there's, a, there's a director, you've worked with. I think it's. uh Oh,
0: Recently, right. is what you mean. yeah maybe maybe that's <laughs> what I want. but um he offered me and I, and oh God I, I would have been so happy I've got to do this he was a mixture of a king cobra yeah, and yeah. Gollum.
1: wow <laughs> that's that is that too
0: extreme so- Tim so- <laughs> sold it to me he mm-hmm. went Alec I would be we know your movement from doing folly and and all the theater stuff you've done which are movement based we would absolutely adore you to do this. I mean, I, I'm a, in a way, I'm very happy that, that they didn't they didn't develop that character. They had specifically thought of me for it. But, you know, it was like, we wanted you to play Folly. Obviously, because you're a very popular character and we love what you do. But we were going to give you a bit of fun and do this other thing where you kind of slither along the ground, but you're like Gollum, But then suddenly you turn into this King Cobra.
1: That sounds incredibly I know, cool. That that, would been, it would have been
0: fabulous. That would
1: have been a fantastic Spider-Man villain, in fact, wouldn't it have been perfect? Yeah. <laughs> well, wow. I mean,
0: I was quite surprised. I mean, I, I didn't watch a lot of um, the, the, the subsequent series, but as far as I know, nothing like that that, that never happened, did it? Well, there the, the was a
1: cobra, literally just a cobra that a, a giant cobra that appeared in season three. It was called the okay. the, the Dreaded Car. Um, it was just okay. a, but it was just a film, a bit of video footage of a cobra uh, right. appearing well, out the Well I think hole. what I think that <laughs> is
0: probably That's it, where got the idea from but yeah. they wanted mm. uh they, they you would you they wanted me on the ground and just like with my hands on the floor, yeah with just my upper half of my body, which was human, yeah, yeah but then would suddenly <sighs> turn into yeah. this cobra.
1: Yeah. And therefore, make but everyone jump.
0: He obviously got <laughs> me specifically for that, and didn't? Can you remember I what char- to do it? Can you remember what the character's name was going to be? Because this is re- oh, nah. I, don't think, I don't think I don't think that even was a name at that point. I think this was a development thing. And if they got me back, yeah. that they would develop it with me.
1: I and really so, wish it had happened. I've got to say, no. oh. I've got to say, I really wish that had happened. I really, I, I really think I, that would have I'm,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm sad about that too. Much. Yeah. I was, I was really sad to turn it down and you know I want everybody to know that that I really wanted to continue. And Folly could have developed as well. Felt Folly could have got more so that he could have got quite evil at points. Who knows? You know, there's yeah. lots of opportunity to do things with Folly.
1: Well, if you think if you think about it, um you did get to play Folly as a kind of reverse because you had that um, quest when you lost your laughter and you suddenly became yeah. this really miserable, a bit like, bit like Motley, actually. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, a bit like Motley. <laughs> so so they, they've already tried to um, to make the guy miserable. Um, so that that's the next inversion, isn't it? Make him yeah. evil. Um, so, yeah. Well, I've
0: but, actually done it for friends up here. Uh, my friends run um, a kind of goth stroke metal stroke punk night up in Aberdeen. I remember what it's called now. It's actually just started up again, and of course it's a way to stop again because of COVID. They were huge fans of Nightmare. Yeah, very good friends of mine, uh, the promoters in been a couple, and they said, "Oh, like we would love you kind of turn up and do like a kind of it was it was Christmas event, and it was and I did, I've done it a couple of times for them, um, where I'm a kind of evil Christmas jester, the Christmas crackers. I had them as like. Extensions of my fingers,
1: so fingernails, and
0: I had black, a black smile, and blacked out eyes, white face, and blacked out eyes. And I just ran about terrifying people.
1: That would be perfect for nightmare. <laughs> no,
0: perfect it, it was nightmare. almost like the
1: negative,
0: yeah, or negative image of folly.
1: Yeah, Elof. We'll, we'll call him, Elof. we'll call him.
0: Elof. Oh, well, no, I, I, I just remembered I actually developed that character from. A horror events I got involved with doing horror events yeah. I, I still do mainly for Halloween and they used me as the as the kind of guy that tells the story that like we've got this big carnival in Aberdeen down at the beach and it's um it's not like anywhere else it's 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 uh, it's not a traveling carnival. it's actual. Got built. It's it's a permanent, it's a
1: permanent fixture, feature, yeah. yeah.
0: With, with with an inside and bowling alleys and everything, and they got me to go and do this horror event there, uh, which every weekend in in October mm. did it. It's called it was called Carn Evil, Carnival.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And it was a huge thing, and I got to develop that character, and I would tell the story of how everybody got killed by one of the clowns going mad, yeah and terrified, terrified everybody doing it. And I did it as a jester. That's where it came from. That was the first time I did it.
1: The season of good cheer. Oh, yes.
0: <laughs> oh, yes. When actors
1: are asked what their favourite scene or episode is on a, on a programme they've been on, they usually just say the one they got the most to do in. Yeah. So As, as we were saying earlier, you got the insults to the death duel with Cedric yeah. in season one. And mm-hmm. in season two, you had the Sorcerer's Stone thing um, in Julian's yep. quest, which meant yep. kept John screen. I've never
0: seen, I've yeah. still never seen that episode.
1: <laughs> so that was three consecutive rooms. Did these two stand out to you? And which is your favorite, would you say?
0: Um, no, my favorite was actually the very last scene I ever did. Okay. Uh, which is when I baked the, du- the Hugo, yeah. the dungeon master, I baked the, him a cake.
1: The Gooseberry Fool, I think it was um was it called that? I remember.
0: <laughs> yeah, again, I have I, I've never seen that episode. Yeah, not Oh gosh, yeah. Now so... I love doing that, and I'll tell you why. It wasn't it wasn't a particularly long bit, but I had a big bit to do before the kid came in. I think.
1: Yes.
0: That's that right?
1: Yes, you were you were you were, you were throwing on flour and and yeah. bits of dough I mean, all, all over big, the studio. Well, basically,
0: what it was was that <laughs> was the so... very last scene I ever filmed, yeah. and they deliberately did that because they would have had to clean my costume. And they just said Alec and I went, okay, what what, how much can I go crazy here? Yeah. As in like I'm gonna get the costume is gonna get covered in flour and cake. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And they just the costume woman said, Alec, you know, we we got taught this at drama school. Never ever piss off the costume people. Never never ever piss off anybody in the crew because they will make you look bad okay and don't piss off the, the costume people I'll, I'll tell you a wee story about a friend of mine who did on a on a on a, on a show that i was in and you, you'll understand mm-hmm. they're very powerful people yeah anyway I, so i was like this oh my god i don't want to get your costume messed up you'll you know you'll have to clean it and what if it doesn't clean properly you'll have to get make another costume and she went no alec it doesn't matter director was there with sally but nope just go crazy completely cover mm-hmm. yourself and it was only one take, we did it one take I have never seen it but that was the most fun I've ever had I was just great, Wonderful. I just went yeah. crazy I'd, so, I'd love to see it, I've never seen it
1: um, Again, it's on YouTube uh, <laughs> I think it's season 2 episode 14, I think it is something yeah, like it that must
0: be, it, it must be near <clears throat> the end of yeah, the whole
1: thing. Yeah. Is
0: it not episode 16? Is it not one of the last bits altogether? No
1: No um, it was just after you got the laughter back. Um, so Hi, it would have been, it, right. I think it would have been team 11 or, or 12. Um, and uh, I remember yeah. that you sing, singing a song um, whilst you were throwing um, the flower and the dough. That's all right. All now, God, that never... me, that's,
0: that's giving me memories. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was singing a song, wasn't I?
1: Yeah, the, the the last line, the last line of the song is now someone's got to eat that muck. <laughs> no, <And> what? <laughs> now some poor sod's got to eat this muck. I think I made that. up. It does. It does <laughs> sound strangely well
0: improvised. It does. Yeah. <laughs> I think I made that up. Yeah. But that was my favourite scene because I just could go crazy, and mm. and of course, actually, and i rightly so. Um we didn't know that we were going to get, they were going to get more series. Yeah. Mm. And as an actor, it uh, this happens all the time. You're always, when you do a new program, a new series of something, you are always contracted to two. Yes. You're contracted to series one and two. The reason for that is if series one does really well, when it comes to, and if, if you were only contracted to one and it does really well, they might not be able to get you back for two mm-hmm. And you're integral, they want to keep the same people. Yeah. Yeah. After series two, then you renegotiate contracts, blah, blah, blah. But they always <laughs> want to make sure that they've got you for two scenes. Yeah. So I remember doing that scene thinking, well, this is probably the last time I'll ever play folly. And, and I this- was right. And I was and I and I was right. So I remember just really going "Very good." going, am ah, fuck it, I'm gonna go crazy here and just have a laugh. Yeah, because I'm never going to do this character ever again. Maybe, you know, fingers crossed. Maybe, maybe it will get another. It might do really well. We knew at that point that it had been received. The first series had been received very, very well. But there was still never any guarantees. You
1: know, well, it was it was really expensive to make. So there was always That's the right. danger that CITV could cut it any moment, just to, just for budget budgetary reasons. But it, it, it might just became so popular. Make, yeah.
0: But um, yeah. Not for the actors. We we yeah. we got paid terrible. No, <laughs> children's children's TV absolutely appalling. It's, yeah. it's apparently it still is. I've got a friend who's in. Oh God, what's the thing? She's in uh, Molly and Mac. You know that kids' program. Don't
1: know if you uh, know that. No, I don't. Yeah. But uh...
0: yeah, it's quite a big kids' program. She's in that and I remember speaking to her about it and going, "What's the wages like these days?" She said it's still a lot less than. An yeah. adult dramas. Listen, that's yeah. not right. It shouldn't be like that, you know. Yeah, but it is. And I mean, we got paid terribly, really bad wages. It wasn't much more than theatre. I know. <laughs> I, I was another, I mean, I'm not into money. I do I do it for because I want to do it. But obviously, I it is my career. I do have to make a living as well. And I remember that being another thing that my agent kept saying to me, you know, it's like Alec, you know, you may want mm-hmm. to do it, but, you know, every summer that six to eight weeks of your summer for the next six years. And in the summer is when filming is at its peak. Yeah. If any, see anything I try to get you in, you can't, you know, I'm, you won't be able to get in it because we'll say, oh, no, Alex contracted every summer for the next six years. And, you know, Alec, you're going to get 10 times an episode fee as you get for Nightmare. I couldn't mm. believe her. I, I couldn't believe her, and of course, I did three adult dramas in a row—TV things—straight after I turned it down, and she was absolutely right.
1: She was so right. I, yeah. I went,
0: I went, I went from like two hundred an episode to four thousand.
1: Wow, <clears throat> so it's a That is world. A huge, yeah. huge
0: thing.
1: meteoric meteoric yeah. difference.
0: That's not sad though, because yeah. you know, I, I I knew that it was fun doing Nightmare, and I knew. Oh, they were going to give me that other character, which would have been great fun, and um, I just loved doing it, it was, and and I knew it was going to become a cult thing. I just knew. We all knew. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah well, I think we I, all knew. I, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So pragmatism um does have to win in the end, really, doesn't it? And <laughs> I've had a whole career,
0: you know. Since then, I've I've yeah. gone on to do lots, and lots, done lots, and lots of other things.
1: Yeah, and you might yeah, maybe, not have been able maybe.
0: to. Hmm. Yeah, I might have been typecast. That would have been. Yeah, me.
1: so it probably she probably was right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. In, with hindsight, yeah, but that was her job was to personally manage me, and you know, obviously, just a young actor didn't know what the hell I was doing.
1: <laughs>
0: She'd been in the business all her life, so she knew what she was
1: doing. I, was, I know, I know a couple of actors in their sixties, and they still don't know what they're doing. <laughs> 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 um, it's time 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 to be a little bit bit naughty here. Who do you think yeah. was the best actor or actress among your colleagues? Let's let's uh, let, let's start uh, rubbishing some of your colleagues. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. No, okay. Uh, d- but d- I'll
0: tell you. I mean, I thought all of them were, were all. I, yeah. I think I said this at the beginning of it. I, some of these, in fact, was was wasn't either young me and me and Audrey Gretel. You were,
1: we were probably, the youngest. you were probably the two youngest. I, I would say yeah. probably. Yeah. Everybody
0: else was older than us, mm-hmm. so I looked up to them all. Mm-hmm. You know, and also, I mean, I didn't, I didn't. I mean, I only think I had one little bit with Mary, yeah. with the bridge. That was a bit when we went over the bridge and it crumbled. So I think Mary was part of that, wasn't she? Uh, Sorcerer's, Sorcerer's Stone, one, wasn't she
1: part I don't, I don't think she. Um, I don't think she was in in that one. No, um, oh. I think uh, you, you, you. Uh, you started with John Woodnut as Merlin, um, yes. and then you met uh Edmund Dane as uh Gun on the bridge. He,
0: right. he was
1: drunk. Um,
0: Ed, Edmund and I, I are, are good friends on Facebook, yeah. We, we argue quite a lot because back in t- 2014, obviously, in- Scottish, in- I, was rest, very yeah. into, I was very into <laughs> Scottish independence mm-hmm. and for it, and uh. He was obviously, I
1: remember. <laughs> obviously,
0: me and him had big arguments about it. Yeah. But interestingly, Edmund came around to my point of view recently. Yeah. He said, I completely understand with Brexit why you would want that. Went, yes. Thank
1: you. Who the, who the hell
0: I got on very well with Edmund mm. while we were filming it. And uh, uh but I looked looked up big time to John, would not. Yeah. You know, he was he was a well-known Shakespearean actor, oh, and, and Hugo, and Hugo, of course. Mm. Uh, so I had nothing but respect for them, and Mary, I really thought Mary. As
1: I, me, me and Mister H, we got we 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 really really do adore Mary Miller. We think she was fabulous yes. as she as she played a she played a villainess like nobody on earth could play I mean, a villainess. A
0: superb, mm. superb actress.
1: Magnificent, mm. yeah. Right.
0: Um, so no, and, and and Lawrence, I I love doing that that the dual sequence with Lawrence. He was, yeah. you know, brilliant, brilliant to work with.
1: I've got a, got a soft spot for Lawrence because I loved his his performances as Cedric. I wasn't. Quite so happy with his cast for the key, uh, but that wasn't really his fault. I mean, it was just it was just, a, just a horrible character that. But I really do love um, his performance as Cedric. Um, yeah, I, especially, I especially especially love the way that he always smiled really broadly when he was saying something bad tempered. It, was, yeah. it, was, it was lovely little. <laughs> that's a way a bad that little, guy should that be. Little insult, you know that. that was great fun. That yeah. was that was really good. That would be
0: my second favorite after the cake scene. But if you were to say, do you have a favorite? With another actor because I, I think I only had about four interactions mm. it was that one with him
1: yeah cool yeah. so yeah. Uh, what can, can you give, just uh, give us a little brief summarizing of what work you did after leaving the series as um, you, you've mentioned a few things but uh... um,
0: straight <laughs> after that I went on I came back to Glasgow although I was still living in London and I, I did tag art I've got a big part and a very important tag art Called "Death Comes Softly," which was um, that was with the original Taggart, <clears throat> which were kind of very much like what what uh, the like Scandi Noir, you know,
1: yeah. that,
0: very very gritty.
1: And Absolutely, Taggart
0: was the first British series that did that.
1: Yeah, um, it was, um, it's a, I often think Cracker was uh, was heavily that in, heavily, heavily 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 influenced by Taggart. I think definitely.
0: No? Definitely. Mm-hmm. So that, that had a great part in that. It was like three one hour episodes, you know, where, where, you know, it looked like I was the killer. <laughs> was a great part. Uh, I did that. I did that, did that I, the guy that played Taggart was very, very ill and they thought he was going to die. Mm-hmm. So before that, I did a, they, 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 they looked at what they would replace Taggart with. And they had a pilot series called Buki with a, a very, very really amazing Scottish actor whose name has escaped me at the moment. He died quite recently. He okay. was in Tutti Futi. Um I don't know if you remember Tutti Futi. He might be too young. Um, but anyway, uh, Morris, Morris Reeves. Oh, yes. I, do know,
1: yes? I, I know Morris Reeves, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. So yeah. Morris is in this kind of bookie who inadvertently was mixed up with the underworld and kind of you know, so that, that, but he kind of was a good guy. He tried to try to be like a detective kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So that that only had, that had only three episodes. And I, 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 that was the very first adult drama I did. And from that, I got Taggart. Yeah. But Bookie didn't, he, Taggart didn't die. Ended up being a good friend of mine. Um, Mark McManus, he taught me tons. Yeah. Took me kind of under his wing and mentored me because I didn't know what the hell I was doing, you know. um. <clears throat>
1: To uh, say, I, I know actors in their sixties who don't know what they're doing. Just, <laughs> if that's any reassurance to you, <laughs> uh,
0: I got roughnecks. I got, which is the big one. Yeah, I, I, I was a main character in that for two years. Uh, that was full of a, like huge James Cosmo, Liam Cunningham, um, mm. Ricky Tomlinson. You know, mm. a huge, huge series at the time, but unfortunately. The oil industry didn't like it. and They bought it off the BBC and you'll never see that again. You won't see a repeat of it. You won't see it anywhere. You can see me in the credits, the opening credits. Uh, that's all you've got. You can get on YouTube. can't get it anywhere. I've got no episodes because a big fire happened in my flat in Edinburgh and all my original copies of everything got burnt. And you can't get a copy of it. So... Uh um, in Australia's well. got a copy off the TV that offered the salad to me. I don't okay. know. I, don't know. Uh, I was in Holby City. I mean did lots and lots of one episode things and everything. Yeah. Holby City, um Still Game, which I don't know if you watched any of that. Scottish program. Um
1: I think I, I saw an episode of that.
0: I mean it's huge. Still game is like one of the top mm. Scottish programmes, so I was over the moon, but I got I got it. I was like, ah, Zenith. That was a Zenith to me. Brilliant. Brilliant program to be in. Um, uh, Holby City, Shetland. Uh, oh, I've just been in Shetland. Yeah, you ever watch that TV program called Shetland? I'm, about rather, I'm feeling rather ashamed of myself. It's basically here. a tiger <laughs> in Shetland. It's a, <laughs> it's a big, it's the, one of the top BBC programs.
1: I should say I don't watch much TV these days. Um, so that I, when I do, it tends to be old stuff. So Some people that so, might listen yeah. to
0: this might know yeah. what I'm talking about. <laughs> Shetland, uh, series six. This is the last series. It's just been on TV, and I had a, a, a lovely bit in that in the in the, in the very last episode. Yeah. So that's kind of that's that's a big thing for me, you know. But I've done a couple of feature films. I I I, I was in this thing last year called Schemers, which was all set in Dundee. Which has kind of got a kind of train spot and vibe to it, but a kind of low budget train spot. Although it's not about drugs, it's about mm. it's about the music industry in 1979.
1: So it might as well be about drugs.
0: <laughs> well, maybe I've got I've got a nice little bit in that, and I did a big American horror film starring Danielle Harris, who was mm. huge. She's huge, um, Scream Queen. Um, she was in the reboot of Halloween.
1: Oh, was well, she old? Oh, she no, be, yeah, huge. Be, she
0: anyway,
1: ageing, the, yeah. it's
0: it's quite incredible. I've got a friend up in up lives up up here, and um, he, he kind of made little little horror films, low very low budget. And I did I did one with him, and then two with him actually. And uh, he then decided, oh, I you know, he, he 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 went to America, and they they give him money. To make film, he's made two films now in Aberdeenshire. So he uses the mm-hmm. rural location here, but it's actual all American actors. And I'm because I'm well, I think he was thanking me for having done previous films with me. I'm the only British person in it. Mm-hmm. I'm the only think, Scottish person in it. Well, and I'm, I'm actually sure. doing doing American for the first time. I've done American on stage. But I've never d- had to do an American. D- do you
1: American accent? Oh, uh, I don't know. I talk d- like that. I don't
0: know what, what the hell do you want me to talk mm-hmm. about. I don't
1: care. but at the Bronx. but at the Bronx. Yeah, like yeah.
0: It's right back here, man. It's like
1: it's like right back there in the throat. Yeah. <laughs> you sort of I've done just, just a, little to- little bit, a little bit from the nose as well, you
0: know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, that's much more Bronx, man. That's like more like that, man. You know, get started. <laughs> I didn't go into Scorsese We'd make yeah. a
1: bloody good mafia partnership, wouldn't we? Uh,
0: well, I, I had a really nice part of that, and, and my scene is with her. And the part, you know, I didn't know who she was because I'm not a big horror fan and I hadn't seen her in the reboot, but she's absolutely huge. So, so I did that. Uh, that came out last year as well. These are things that I did two years ago, but then came out during the pandemic. During the pandemic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just got seen for a major feature film in London but that don't think I've got that part which would have been amazing I'm not allowed to talk about it um, <laughs> but I've, I've got a feature film coming up in London doing two weeks in March which is a little comedy um, a kind of farce even comedy type thing uh, mm-hmm. called full bodied so you'll hear about that uh, and and probably by it won't be out until 23. <laughs> but that's the, ne- that's the next big filming job I've got. But meanwhile, I do lots of independent little reproductions. I do lots and lots of little short films that win awards and stuff like that, which I'm completely different in uh, every part. <laughs> some are very funny, some are very depressing. I played a, recently played a, an Alzheimer's, an early al- onset Alzheimer's person. Uh, I played, a, I think you'd like. I, I, it's called it's um a go it's like a ghostbusters thing uh, right but, but it's a but it's a local council ghostbusters thing set in edinburgh it's right. been winning awards we've we, we've we've actually pitched it to the bbc as a, a six-part series
1: right so, okay i'll look out cool. for that to, that but, does sound interesting yeah
0: revenant relocation officers if you want a link to any of these i can give you them
1: please yeah yeah uh,
0: some of them are, some of them you can publicly view now mm-hmm. and I've got I've got a stack I've got a heap that I've done about five over the last since April and they're they, they won't be coming out mm-hmm. what happens is you do a short film and if it's any good the director will put it into festivals for it and you've got a year to put it into festivals I mean they're good adverts for actors a lot of us actors do these little short films because you never know who's going to see them
1: Absolutely, it's it's your shot window, isn't it? Yeah. So.
0: and you get to try things you might not get to do on bigger productions. You know, yeah. and I've and and I, 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 a lot of the time I've been I've got the main parts of these, yeah. So really good. I did I did a a sci-fi thing that was on in London recently. That's won lots of awards. Little little sci-fi thing, and we did it on no budget whatsoever. We shot it on 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 a bit of sand dunes beside Chomps golf course. Luckily, nah. lucky that he didn't he didn't they didn't, didn't we did, didn't get stopped.
1: Did, did, uh, did the did the film end with his with his golf course getting annihilated by alien invaders? Please, no, please.
0: it nah. by all of us.
1: That's close enough. That's close enough. I'll I'll, I'll take that. Yes. <laughs> but I mean time.
0: it does. I mean <laughs> the guy spent two, the director's a friend of mine. He spent 2 years working on the effects. That's what he does. He, he's a graphic effects guy. But we all did it for nothing. He did it for nothing. And it's, been, it's gone and won all these bloody awards. It, it, it was on in an IMAX in London um, not that long ago. I think in, in September it was on in an IMAX. Won, won a big award. Uh, I mean, it it, it it does. It looks like an episode of Star Wars. But it, it, it's set on a beach up here. And we've got some amazing dunes just a couple of miles up the road that do look like they, they could be. You know, Tatooine. You see a Star Wars type. You know. Tatooine,
1: that's the yeah, one. Yeah, Tatooine, yeah.
0: That's my ambition, by the way. You know, I, I'm not going to be satisfied as an actor unless I get in Star Wars or Star Trek. I'm a massive Trekkie, and I'm really into Star Wars as well. And so far, yeah. I haven't, but I've now got, since last summer, but believe it or not, I've got and got myself an amazing agent again. Because my original agent died. Yeah. yeah. And I then came out of the business for a bit, didn't have an agent. And it's only since last summer that I've got a top agent again. So I'm start, I'm I'm getting seen for big, big projects again, you know. which is great. And this time off, now I'm an older actor. I've got more of a character. I've got, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm a better actor as, as i am aged.
1: On the subject of Star Wars, I can really picture you as a Jedi Master. I really can. I can. I can see you wearing really? the, wearing the hooded cloak, um, really? and and really? Uh, and
0: That's and. I mean, I always see myself as a baddie. And I see myself with lots of prosthetics. You
1: know. That's yeah, or, or, or alternatively, I could see you as a Sith. Uh, may, maybe something a bit like oh, Darth. Maul, I played a little character or...
0: in, in a short, and I had amazing makeup for it. And I do look a little bit like Palpatine.
1: Oh, well, there you are then.
0: I'll, 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 <laughs> so I'd love to play a baddie. I like playing yeah. a baddie. Actually, an actor that was in Roughnecks with me—you won't believe this. Now, what people people don't believe this until I until I go. Okay, go and have a check the cast list on Roughnecks. See my name. See this person's name, and they all go. Oh. He's huge. He plays the baddie in. Um, oh God, which one is it?
1: Santa Menace? Rogue One. Rogue One. All right. Oh, uh is it uh, is it Orson Krennick? No. Nope. The, uh, the baddie or
0: I can never remember this Tarkin?
1: Actor. We T- we, be,
0: we became really good friends for this whole month that he was filming mm. on Roughnecks. Me and him got we were like this. He's originally an Australian actor.
1: Yeah, it's uh, the guy who played Orson Krennic. Uh, the same age as me. Yeah. It's um Yes, it's, it is the yeah.
0: guy who plays that. Yeah. What's his bloody name? <laughs>
1: Hang on, let, let me let me um use my uh, awesome powers of memory and oh, oh, uh, look look, oh, it, Google, look it up Google, look it up Google. on Google. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <What's> <laughs> I was I was watching Rogue One just two nights ago. I can't believe it. I'm
0: sure it is Rogue One. Yeah, two. it is Rogue One. It is yeah. Rogue One. Awesome anyway.
1: Krennic or director Krennic is.
0: Uh, I think I'm a little bit <laughs> similar to him as uh, something. Me and me and him have always had something similar about us. Besides one,
1: I can actually say that there is actually there is a slight physical resemblance. Now that I, now that I think about it, it's ben, not, Mendelsohn. Ben, ben Mendelsohn, Ben
0: Mendelsohn, yeah. Well, me and him, of course. And quite funny enough, we were we were enemies mm-hmm. and roughnecks. It uh, was this whole scene that we were we were playing we were playing um, uh, like mastermind. And it was two one rig against the other rig, and we were again we were against each other, and I, he was my enemy in that in that program, which is quite interesting. Yeah, but Ben and I have got something similar in ages and characters we played and stuff like that. It was it was
1: actually it was it was, it was in um the uh, the Dark Knight Rises um a, a Batman film about ten years ago. Um, that's he was, right. He was playing Roland Daggett. I think the character's it was called. Yeah, that's
0: right. Bane I, mean, I remember that was the first time I saw him again. I went, "Oh my god, where have you been? You're a brilliant actor." But it goes like that. Like me, I've I, I, I've had a kind of like 15 years of not being in the wilderness sort of thing. But yeah. really, over the last two years, I've, I'm I'm coming back very much to the forefront.
1: Well, who can argue with that? That's that's. <laughs> That's funny. Um, did you follow carry on following Nightmare after leaving the series, or was it just
0: something some, you just not really because off? I was so busy. I, mm. I I literally for the first ten years of my career, I never stopped working. Yeah. As I told you, I, could, I, I I didn't even see any of the my own episodes, and and I never saw any of the second series. I still haven't. Because I was away every night on tour.
1: Your character was replaced by Motley, of course. Um, uh, yeah. Are you friends with Paul Valentine at all?
0: Don't know him at all.
1: Don't know him at all? And,
0: and I, I mean, I think I, I kind of saw him play it once. Yeah. And I kind of, I think it was out of curiosity. I went, oh, right. Well, that's what they've replaced Folly with. Fair enough. But I mean, I was quite happy because instead of getting another actor to play Folly, because mm-hmm. they could have done that. That's what I thought they were going to do because... You know, he's in makeup. You know, I I don't. I didn't think it would have been too difficult to to have replaced me. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I was unique. I don't know. But I was quite pleased that they got a completely separate, completely different actor with a completely different name and a completely different performing style. He is very
1: very different. So
0: very, very different.
1: What did you what did you think of Motley as a character insofar as you knew him?
0: What he does as an actor is, is, is good. Um it was just so different from what yeah. I did. And I was actually delighted with that. That's you what I'm going
1: That's that's I was delighted
0: that, that yeah. it was it wasn't yeah. just an actor that stepped into Folly's shoes and costume and, yeah. and did, you know,
1: yeah replace I... me. I agree. He a, I agree. he did a
0: completely different thing and did he and did his own thing with it, which
1: yeah. I think is great. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I always find recasting always goes wrong when it, whenever it's done. So it's it's always better to just
0: um make it clean Get a Yeah, completely great. new character. Yeah, yeah. I'd I would agree. Did with they ever that. did they ever see what happened to Foley? <laughs> did they did they, did they did, was it ever
1: did, they, did um,
0: just turn up?
1: First episode of season three. Um there's a yeah. couple of mentions of Folly. Um there's um, there's a, a war monster scene where they actually ask a question where the answer is folly. Um, okay. Playguard gives the team a clue saying, Who makes you laugh in the dungeon? Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> I I made a meme about that a few years ago when you commented on it, but I shared it on Facebook saying, calling me a cheeky git. So, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I seem uh, yeah. to remember that. Yes. <laughs> That was actually yeah, a very proud moment funny. for me. Folly actually calls me a cheeky kid. That takes <laughs> some doing. <laughs> so yeah, but <laughs> but
0: that, they never act, and they, they didn't say <laughs> Folly's gone off on a quest or something. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't tell yeah, the kid the, what happened. The,
1: happens, the only other mention um, happens later in the same episode. Um, Trayguard Motley's makes his first appearance, um, and Trayguard yeah. mentions. We used to have 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 loads of trouble with Foley, but this new gesture is proving to be a complete time waster. So what that indicates is that Traegard preferred you to Motley. Uh, that's, a, oh, that's a Hill, but that's all. Really? Yeah,
0: really? but that's about all there really was. Because I mean, thought. I, I think you know. I mean, you know, I think that they possibly were a bit pissed off for me for not coming back. You know, yeah. but I was. I did. I did do a personal call with Tim, mm-hmm. apologising and saying, look. You, I cannot. You, you need to let me go away for a week and really, really think about this because I really want to do it. My agent doesn't. Um, I, I don't want to lose my because uh, I'll I'll lose my agent over this, you know. Yeah. And it was a huge thing for me to have such a good agent, you know, like straight out of drama school, you know. I was like, oh my god, I can't lose this agent, but at the same time, <laughs> I, I want to do. I want I want to keep doing nightmare. It's fun, you know. Yeah. So I was up. It
1: was one of the hardest decisions I
0: had to make in my life. You know, I think, well, I, think
1: so I, I thought maybe they weren't too pissed off at me then. Yeah, I, th- I think they respected respected your decision. They, okay. they if they wanted to slag you yeah. off, they'd have found they'd they'd have probably in, 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 yeah. uh, put in a bit of dialogue for somebody saying, "Oh, what a pity that about Folly getting eaten alive by that dragon." <laughs> Wasn't it horrible? Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Well, they didn't. It's, <laughs> they it's didn't. really funny.
0: Have Have you did you um, do you, you know Paul? Frant? You know Paul. Flannery. yes, Paul Flannery. Well, well I've seen, I've did seen you
1: performing on, on Nightmare Life.
0: <laughs> you did, yeah. Well, did you go and see the the? I think it was the. I think was it the second one, or was it the very first one? He did, um, because I went. To, they invited me to come and see it at the Edinburgh Festival. Yeah, oh, really? they put it on as a, as a as a as a piece, and it got sold out. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. And I, I was. They said, Paul said, oh, you know. I think you're going to be really pleased when you see this, Alec. And part of the story was all about folly. Oh, right! Well, in, okay. in the Nightmare <laughs> life, it's hilarious because I, I, I thought they were really. Fun. It's actually the second time because it was the second time they did it. Really? First time they did it, I went on as a guest, and went on and I, I, with stand-up comedians, and we were the, we were the dungeon masters. And then <laughs> very at the, very end of it, I got I got I got oh, I got really a standing ovation because right at the very end, Paul went. I know we just introduced him as Alec Westwood, but he actually was following the jester. They went, "No nah, man!" And I was like, "Oh, thanks, guys." I'm not, so I'm not in any nice. way.
1: I'm not in any way trying to cut you down here when I say this, but I should also point out. In my experience, Nightmare Live crowds will get, will give a standing ovation to the knapsack, whatever it's
0: presented to them. Correct. <laughs> so. no, no, no. You're not me down at all. <laughs> correct, 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 correct. Let me finish. Um, on, sorry. The second one I went to, which I loved, I think it's that way around, maybe the other way around, but it was all about, it was a like quest to find folly. That was, was it? what it was all about. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And I went, uh, and I was with a female pal of mine, and she went, oh, my God, they made it about you. And I went, oh, my God, I'm going to try this. And it was interesting. And it was all about why Folly disappeared. Oh, good. Oh, oh it was I wish hilarious. I'd seen that no. a, 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 a witch had put a spell on him. Yeah? Yeah, OK. And it was really, really fun. But, I mean, you know, Nightmare Live, a, a lot of it is comedy. It's oh, a yeah. mix of being irreverent yeah. and taking the piss. Yes. but at the same time being completely we love this program. Yeah. So it was a mixture of those which I think really works well. <laughs> yeah, Paul uh... Paul got it, Paul Nost- got it exactly.
1: Yeah. Nostalgia think. has to work that way. There has to be an element of snark. There has to yes. be an element that you of say Yeah
0: you otherwise if you're secure, taking it too,
1: Yeah otherwise you're taking it too seriously and then you just come across as fool. Yeah, seems so, yeah. like, you're arse- <laughs> like so
0: it just seems like yeah. you're our arse- like it rather than yeah, like making it up. Is, Kind of you think yeah. but it was really, really funny because uh, halfway through it, it changed from not, and it wasn't about me after that. But it was absolutely hilarious because the 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 person that went on the quest goes in a wood, this silly wood, right? And they find they find me, but it's just it, it's it's it, it, I'm dead. <laughs> it's absolutely hilarious. I was in my seat pissing myself. So is my friend. And it, it, it was the Folly costume. And he did, he would had a stake put through him. Oh god. Was, you didn't see his face. The head was hanging down with the with the with the trimester or whatever it's called. In kind the of folly like that. Yeah. And, and it was a skeleton. No, it was yeah. a skeleton. Uh, oh my he, god. He, he was a he, Yeah. It's and just, I couldn't stop laughing. It, was, it, it says something about like, planet.
1: Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a genius as Paul like it does say something about
0: Nightmare though he was in the horror film with my friend in Aberdeen the, the second one that he did I introduced him to Paul at the Nightmare Live gig when they ah, came to Aberdeen right. when I was a guest and my friend who's American, the director who does the American thing he was a huge fan of Nightmare and he couldn't believe it I did a little fight sequence in his first film up here which is absolutely hilarious and he wanted, when he found out about me a friend told me another actor said oh my god you won't believe it we've got this guy back in aberdeen and he was following the bloody jess i went no way and he met me and, and he went alec i'd be over the mood if you did a little bit in my film i said of course i'll come and do it and it's hilarious really really funny but anyway uh, I, I took him to, to nightmare live he met paul afterwards paul wanted to spend some time with me we all had loads and loads of drinks and uh, at the end of it uh, you know, i kept, kept saying this guy's brilliant. And my pal got in touch with him a year later and gave him a main role in one of his films. Good that's, choice.
1: Good choice. As I say, he's a course. genius. So it does but say something way, about that's Nightmare.
0: What
1: <laughs> It does say something about Nightmare, doesn't it? That we're discussing you yep. appearing dead, impaled through yep. the heart of a stake. And we're laughing our bloody heads
0: off at it. <laughs> so, so, so <laughs> about I'm laughing at all. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> it and I, I kind of, I'm, trying, I'm telling you, <laughs> yeah. this is what happened to Foley. He got enchanted by a witch that I think, uh, uh, actually, I think it's, I think the witch dressed up as Gretel.
1: Ah, that makes sense. And, yeah,
0: and lured them into and lured them into this forest, and then killed them.
1: Oh, and
0: left and left them there with his costume on. I think part of the quest was to get Folly's Folly's uh, roll,
1: I think it yeah. was his laughter. Oh,
0: yes. Something like that. Something something like that it was a quest to find. Wasn't the quest just to find Folly? It was to pick up something because you know with Nightmare it was always about yes. finding the objects. I yes. think it was to get. But part of the quest was, well, we don't even know where Folly is. Was he, and they were taking the piss out of the fact, well, he, never depart, he disappeared after CDs. <laughs> I'm sitting in the audience I shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the anyway, silly thing that's, about you it. Can, you it? can tell. <laughs> that's yeah, a you silly can thing tell about all it, isn't your isn't yeah. yeah, yeah. Listen. They didn't, they didn't, that's you know, exactly what.
1: They didn't have to go and search in the forest. All I had to do was just look into the audience and you were sitting
0: there just watching, pissing yourself, laughing I at was, I was right <laughs> at the back. Well, at, at the end of the show, Paul obviously put the spotlight on me without telling me. And went, actually, folks, we've got Alec with the original actor that played Folly, put the bloody spotlight. And I'm like that. No, and I was embarrassed because I was with him, a female pal. And I went, I'm not, no, I'm, I actually got quite shy, you know, because I didn't, I wasn't prepared for it. And she went like, that she kicked my ass and said, oh, get, yeah. up, get, "Get up, get up!" The people are all applauding, <laughs> I went, "Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you." <laughs> Not
1: thank you, really. But
0: anyway, I think that was a really good. Uh, I think Paul came up with the best ending for Folly ever. Absolutely perfect.
1: It's the only explanation I've ever heard, actually. So it might as well be the official one. <laughs> so because
0: well, I'm, I'm sticking by it, I yeah. think I think it's the true explanation of what happened to Folly the
1: Jack. It's, it's it's a curious one
0: rotten away, he's rotten away in this forest somewhere. Yeah, in in, probably, middle, Eng- in
1: middle England. Probably doesn't smell too nice by now, I imagine. <laughs> but no, as I said I've, I've never heard I've never heard Tim offer a different explanation. So yeah, that might as well be it. You can tell Tim that. I
0: think yeah. you, I think would I think he'd find
1: that. I funny. think he'll it's, <laughs> I think he'll piss himself even more than you did. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but you can tell him for me how disappointed I was that I didn't come back. I really mm. wanted to come back. Please tell him that, because um, I'm always... what I mean, I know I know he knows that, but, you know, I never had any contact with him after that. Mm-hmm. I think he... Well, no, he, he got in touch with me once about a possible remake happening, and then yeah, nothing came about. it was
1: about... Around 2002, was it? Um, That's right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I, and I did get yeah. a little... I did get an email from him saying, would you be... Would you be interested, perhaps? And I went, absolutely. I would love to. I would love to do that again. You know, it was, if you um, to just come to me and say, mm-hmm. Look, "We're going to do a little remake and have a bit of fun," would oh. you want to reprise it? Because oh. age doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've got, there's, there's, age there's, doesn't there's, matter. There's a few things here that we, we need to discuss. Firstly, on, on the issue of that remake, what they did was uh, they got lottery money to create a machine um, for a VR nightmare called the, the machine was called the Nightmare Demonstrator. Um, they did actually okay. create a pilot episode for Nightmare VR of about fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, when they um, sent it around uh, the broadcasters, nobody wanted it, um, and so eventually, yeah. it eventually had to give up. Um, it was running. It was running a company called uh, Tele. Uh, was, was it Tele Virtual? I think it was. Um, unfortunately, yeah. it, it, it folded around two thousand six um, because they it, it couldn't get okay. it, it couldn't get enough work there was a chance you might have been playing fully again about uh, seven or eight years ago um, because oh, YouTube, the, uh, YouTube did the Geek YouTube Week. YouTube one. Yeah, the Geek They week. never asked
0: me. They never got, yeah. they never got in touch. I no, think that's a no. terrible I, shame. I, I think that's yeah, a terrible I mean, shame. Love, I would have loved to have gone and done yeah. that, Not just for nostalgia that reasons. Was, that was what made yeah. me think maybe Tim was a little bit pissed off and did decided, no, he won't yeah. ask Alec because he yeah, turned think, us down for
1: you know, he might, he might have thought because of all the big roles that you've been having that it's, it, you thought it was beneath you now. Uh, it's, um, oh, no, I would yeah. never. No, I don't think yeah. he would have thought
0: that.
1: It is, so it sad. is kind of, it is kind of sad though. I because, definitely never think that. Way. No, I don't, I don't believe you would think that for a minute. No, uh, but it is kind of sad because they actually did have a jester in the Geek Week episode. It was a guy called Sylvester. I know. <laughs> I, I really and, pissed me off. I watched it and went. I, I don't understand why. Mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, I do not understand why he was a jester because he never told any jokes. And I was just no. thinking, why not just bring Paul Valentine or Alec Westwood back and let them play yeah, the actual jesters they were?
0: I'd actually been hilarious about both of us. That would yeah. have been funny. Yeah, we could have had a, we could you have a real the Interaction was. between two two completely different types of jesters. Yeah, have... I think there's a bit of, there's a bit of mileage in that.
1: Yeah. But that could they could add a real yeah. insult to the deaf jewel there, couldn't you? But instead yeah, got, they, they got the two this guy, like, going
0: at it. they just got, Him got with this. his humblum on and even like
1: <laughs> precisely. And so, and so they're getting this guy who's just talking in really, really unfunny um medieval English. And I'm just thinking, this is I mean, not working. I was this.
0: quite pleased because I, <laughs> I thought that bit was shit. I thought yeah. that bit
1: was shit. I thought the rest of it was really it's, quite good, but I thought that bit was shit. It's it's a it, episode for me. is is <laughs> It's got a lot of good parts in it, but it's less than the the total is less than the sum. If you know what I mean, it's yeah. it's it's it's, yeah. it's 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 worth watching, but it it doesn't quite click to, um, on the whole. Yeah. But I think one thing that no, would certainly helped it was. Right. Was was if you or or Motley had, had appeared yeah. in that scene? Because at least then you've got somebody who is a jester, rather than just yeah, somebody who's dressed up as a jester.
0: I'm gonna have to apologise a little bit. I'm running out of time a little yeah. bit here. I'm gonna. have I've to just go quite. I'm gonna have to go. Yeah. Quite soon. Sorry. I've just got one you last. Got, got one, one
1: last, last question to come to. In fact, it's um and it's completely um yeah. away from acting. I already yeah. know the answer to this, but uh, a lot of people don't. Is it true that you went to school with the Minister for Leveling Up, Michael Gove MP? Correct. Yes, I'm not going to ask you any more about it. I, 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 I already went, know what you think. Than, <laughs> i more
0: than went to school with him. <laughs> mm-hmm. He was in my drama drama group, which started off my whole acting odyssey. Yeah. Right? He's actually a couple. He's a couple of years younger than me. I seem to. I think he's four years younger, three or four years younger. I couldn't stand him. Um, he was a creep when he was 15 years old, 14, 15. He was a creep then. He's a creep. No, and I want that put on the record
1: absolutely I, I think he's been a creep for every minute in between as well
0: Alec Westwood
1: star stage <laughs> screen, and twitch broadcasts it has been an absolute privilege and pleasure speaking to you I'm sure I speak for Mr H as much as for myself when I say I hope you'll keep in touch with, with the podcast and maybe be a guest again sometime in the near future because uh, it's very clear that you could do a podcast lasting about six hours. If you I wanted. could talk for hours
0: if I didn't have something to go and do. I could speak to for another three hours, believe me. So, so, then it,
1: do you have any last thoughts or anything you'd like to plug? Any plays or shows you're appearing in? Any websites? Or um, well, you can you can
0: you can have a look at me in Shetland, the new the new the last series of Shetland. I'm in the very final episode. It's not a big part, but I kind of finished the whole series. That's sort of big, you know biggest mainstream thing that i'm in uh recently um i've got uh i've got two two feature films um on amazon one's called schemers i've got a little bit in that and i've got a bit in a horror film an american horror film called the redwood massacre to annihilation and the thing that i'm very very excited about which i kind of got a link to nightmare is a new video game now i'm just done the first part of the pilot of it and and that means kind of um that it's in sorry it's in development yeah 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 but i've got i've got the main part in it it's set during the robert the bruce times in scotland uh but it's full of characters from all over the world, and and I'm playing the alchemist in it, which is kind of the main the main character, and it's brilliant because when I when I, when I did re- recorded what we call the the first part of it, I was reminded of Nightmare. Although mm, I mean he's yeah. not he's not the jester, mm. it, but it's the same period, and it's yeah. kind of and it's a lot a lot of fun. It's it'll, brilliant, brilliant.
1: They'll have a very similar so, vibe.
0: You'll you hear all about this. It's called Red Rampant.
1: Red Rampant. Red Red I will look after that.
0: But that won't be released until probably next summer. You know, they're they're mm. they, they've they've taken the, the pilot and they're they're using that to try and get the funding to do the rest of it. Yeah. But it's such a good idea and so well written that I do think it's going to happen. So right. you know, I think I think that's relevant talking about that because it's kind of
1: absolutely. Geeky.
0: It's a bit. Absolutely, geeky. It ha- it
1: I've
0: doesn't... got quite a lot of these. <laughs> so they've got quite a lot. of... These little short films I've done, and they're quite a couple of ones that are very very geeky. Uh, if you want to watch them, you can get you can find them online. They're, they are free to watch. the the The, the sci fi one is called "Children of Kronos." Children of Kronos. And the Ghostbusters, local council, Ghostbusters. Comedy is called Revenant Relocation Officers.
1: Revenant Relocation Officers. I hope you are yes. taking notes at home, ladies and gentlemen, because this is yes. quality uh, stuff. Children
0: of Kronos is spelled C-R-O-N-O-S. Yeah, excellent. So, if you want to, you can go online, Google that, put it in, and you can watch those two if you want to want to see me being very, very different from what I am as uh, as bully. Uh. <laughs> I'm the voice of a podcast which is about um. Mainly Aberdeen, where I'm from, and about the hidden, horrible history and nasty stuff that has happened here uh, throughout history and up, up until the present day. And a little bit of of, of of the Western Isles and a little bit of Scotland. And it's called The the Dark Side of the Dean. The
1: Dark Side, the dark of, the side
0: of the Dean. The, and, the Dean the is a, a nickname yeah. for Aberdeen. We call it The mm. Dean. The Dark Side of the the Dean. dean. (laughs) So you can get that online. I think there's about six episodes, and they're quite funny tales. I'm I'm just narrating these tales.
1: Wonderful.
0: It's all well produced. Like other actors involved in music and stuff. (laughs) And an up absolute pleasure to do this with you,
1: mate. Same here, 100 times over, as I say, I hope we can do this again sometime soon.
0: You can follow us on Twitter, we're at NightmarePod.
1: If you want to support the podcast, we're NightmarePod on Patreon.
0: Speaking of Patreon, here's a shout-out to Keepers of the Book of Quest, Peter Pulsford and David N. Rabbit.
1: Advisors Benjamin Bloom, Peter Sidorn and David Thompson.
0: And Dungeoneer Peter Courage.
1: You can support us on Patreon at Dungeoneer level or above to get your name mentioned on the podcast. Higher level perks also receive merchandise have access to exclusive episodes and if you pledge as a keeper of the book of quests we'll even offer you the chance to be a guest on the podcast
0: our website is nightmarepod.co.uk
1: if you're looking for temporal discussion merchandise including t-shirts stickers and other products it's at nightmarepod.redbubble.com
0: you can email us at podcast at nightmarepod.co.uk
1: the last bit here is um at the end of every podcast we um sign off um to make it okay. sound a little bit like nightmare um one of us says and just keep telling yourself it's only a podcast and the other one then looks on that trigger goes isn't it i will do the isn't um it? the first line and then I, and then i can you do your best hugo do impression? The, isn't it? <laughs> yeah
0: okay.
1: you go. you've got very similar I okay. to you go i've just noticed actually when you did, when you widen, them very very similar that's almost that's almost all things i say
0: <clears throat> i'm acting that's me acting as hugo
1: yeah very
0: good.
1: <laughs> Very good. Yeah, go for it. And just keep telling yourself it's only a podcast, isn't it? Magnificent. Uh, oh, that, that was <laughs> wonderful. Thank you so much. That is two hours of absolute gold.
0: Thank you so much. Little... <laughs> well, I mean, you can edit. You can edit, edit into, and do what do what oh, you want. My yeah. permission to do whatever you want with it.
1: Okay? Yes, we will have to edit it because we can only do about an hour. But uh, it was that was That's fantastic.
0: fantastic. Well, as I say, I mean, I'm, I've, I've gone on radio programs and they've had to fucking shut me up. You go, Alec, we're running out of time. We're running out. Of time. <laughs> I just like talking there. I mean, that's what us actors like do. If you like talking, you do it for a living. And you know, I do a lot of voiceover stuff. Fantastic.
1: Thank you again so much. It's been two hours of genuinely of gold. And uh, we're going to make a great no, podcast out of this. That's, that's, that's
0: kind of, uh, it's like a, it's, it's quite a cold night out there. So I wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we're well, no,
0: like, like zero degrees in Aberdeen tonight. It's not It was we but... so warm. It was, it was a it was, a, it was a, that we are, Manchester? Yeah. It's 11... 11 I, might, I might be in Manchester in right. January. Okay. As a short mm-hmm. film. um, It's all to do with finance. They've, they've not got their finance. And obviously, I don't do stuff unless I'm paid. I'm like, I'll do stuff like this. Um, yeah. uh, it's a wee short film that might be filming in Manchester in mid-January. So mm-hmm. I'll give you a shout. Give me get, a shout, um, yeah. We'll, it, I will have
1: a point. Yeah, excellent yeah. idea. Okay. I lived in
0: Manchester. I worked at, I worked at the Library Theatre in Manchester. Did you? All right, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've worked in nearly <laughs> everywhere. You've worked everywhere, everywhere, haven't
1: you? Though you've worked everywhere. You? Yep.
0: <laughs> yep, I love Manchester. I think Manchester's a great city. Love it, and all my oh, favorite bands come from yeah. yeah, there. Yeah, all my favorite bands
1: are from there. Yeah. It's it's one of the music capitals of the world, isn't it? It's uh, glorious.
0: Absolutely, yeah. yeah, glorious. But it's a good city. I got on, got on, got on well with a lot of people there. I've still got friends from there, uh, but I've not been there for years. So. <laughs> So but if I get this little short, I'll give you a shout and I'll Please can do,
1: yeah. Please do. <laughs> Maybe we'll record ourselves in the pub for another podcast. <laughs> 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 that could be I can do that <laughs> okay, a mate, lot of- I
0: really have to, I've really got, <laughs> yeah. I've got to go and meet someone. Absolutely. At last and absolutely.
1: absolutely, no problem, mate. Okay. See you soon. <laughs>